So uh, on 27th August, Sibuso Lamini wrote to us and he said, Rams, my name is Sibuso Lamini. In the year 2014, I discovered that my identity document was a duplicate multiple, meaning I'm a victim of identity theft. I've been trying to sort out this problem since then, but our home affairs cannot help. Every time I go there, their system says the mark has been lifted. I can apply for a smart card. But I tried to apply for a smart card. Their system cannot verify my fingerprints, meaning the problem is still not resolved. When we call the office in Pretoria, they say they don't know what problem, what the problem is. I can't apply for a passport and my daughter's birth certificate can't be under my surname. Please, can you assist me? Now, I am so happy, Sibusi, so that not only are we going to try and deal with this matter, but actually, you know, earlier we were going to speak to the spokesperson of the Department of Home Affairs, but it doesn't get better than this. Because now we've got the acting director general. This is the, 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 the head honcho. This is, this is like the CEO of the department, Mr. Tulani Mavuso, uh, joining us to try and help with this matter. Good evening to you, sir, and by the way, congratulations on your appointment. No, thanks, Ramson. Uh, good evening to the listeners. Sir. Thank you, sir. So, let's deal first with the principle of, of, of identity theft. How big is this? Well, uh, this is a, a global phenomenon mm. uh, where you'd find that uh, for some reason, if people are not looking um, after their documentation, um, obviously there's a whole lot of people who either, because they illegally migrated into a country, they would then try and collude uh, with various syndicates in trying to get documents of uh, certain uh, people and so that they can be able to steal them. Mm. That is why we always call on people to look after the identity document. But let me just paint a picture here. Yes. In South Africa, we are required to uh, say that when a person turns 16 years, that's for the first time that home affairs will be capturing their biometrics meaning that we're able to identify that URMs, uh, that the birth certificate that was issued at birth actually belongs to you because we are now matching the name, the ID number, with the biometric. And I think it's it's quite late in the, in the day uh, because what happened is that you'd find somebody either lives in rural areas who then, when they turn 16, they don't pitch to come to apply and ensure that they, they link their biometrics with their identity number. Mm. They either pitch at 20. So if you go to our national population register, it's able to show that the REMS is 20, has never come to register his, his, uh, his, 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 his biometrics. So then this is where the syndicate, they do the data mining, um, obviously together with corrupt elements within our system, and then they would then steal those bad records and then you know take somebody who's not a uh, south african who's not supposed to be in that but then they steal the identity so that when you pitch at the right time then the fingerprint that you give us do not match with what we already have on mm. the system that is why we have now resorted we've conducted a study with csir um when the study has actually been quite positive because it shows that the minutiae on the fingerprint actually stabilizes at about six months. So we are now going to be able to make a decision, which Minister will announce uh, very soon when uh, that determination has been made, yeah. whether we can bring down, down the age in which a, child, a person can qualify for an ID 
and whether we can actually take fingerprints when a child is like either six or seven months old, because at least we'll be able to match the, the, the fingerprint when the child goes. So remember, the patterns on the fingerprint changes as you grow older, but I think the study that we did and the, and the, and the special camera or the uh, what we call a scanner that is going to be developed is going to be able to give us the desired results. So we'll be able to cap it. But those who have the cases currently, we have a process mm. that if somebody is sharing an ID number or is having um, more than one ID number, so there is a process where they need to go to our office, complete a form, take the fingerprints, and then submit it through our fingerprint verification so that we can resolve the duplicate issue. When you explain it to me that way, Bamavus, it becomes so simple to understand. But when I mean, wherever is listening to us, it's like, but I've tried to go there and I'm not getting help. I find then that there is a that there is a gap between what you're telling me and where the office where he's going to try and get help. Yeah, look, um, I, I think there is, yes, an uh, issue relating to um, the pressure and the knowledge that we have to distribute and, 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 and pass to, uh, sorry, and pass to our uh, officials is quite important. We do train mm. specific officials to every office so that they can be able to have a clearer understanding of the processes. So maybe Subosisum might have met somebody who either does not, does not understand the process mm-hmm. because that process happens at the front office and they know that those documents must be dispatched at the back office. But what we are trying to do in, in the year, financial year 1920, one of the things that we are doing is to automate the amendment process because currently when you do those amendments, the process is manually filling forms, but we are trying to automate that part so that it becomes easy that once you've done it in the office, so we receive it immediately at the back office and we're able to resolve it. So I think the future looks bright because it's better to automate these things rather than to rely on somebody sending those forms back to their our back office through a courier system and so forth. But I think it would be nice for me to get the specific details of Spusiso. Of Spusiso. So I, I was going to go there. Details, so you can be able to send it to my cell phone number. And I was going to go out. there, and I'm grateful for that because I love this the sound of the future. I'm worried about the present. So what we're going to do is that we're going to connect you privately with Spusiso, and, and hopefully you can solve this for him. This is a sore, sore matter on, on, on his part. But I th- truly thank you for coming on and solving this and for everybody else, so that they now know the process if the matter like this exists. But I'm sure what you also want to tell them is, please take care of your identity documents. Yes, no, indeed. That's basically what we'd like to communicate. Babu Tulanu Mavuso, Acting Director General of the Department of Home Affairs, wonderful chatting to you, and thank you so much for coming through. Thank you very much, Sam. Thanks have, for having us. Sir. Have a good evening. We will certainly give you and your office the details of SMU. And Mr. Lamini, I hope that this matter gets to be resolved. Any other issue that you have that is not necessarily a consumer issue, please write to us. Talk at metrofm.co.za. That is exactly what we deal with here on the big interview. If something Klugmeza, talk to us, we will find the Klugmeza to you and we shall put them through and we shall resolve your issue. At least try to resolve it. And teenage, we're going to try and follow up with IPID or the Department of uh, Police and see if we can solve that big issue that you raised. Tomorrow is Opportunity Tuesday, but tonight we're done. So we're back tomorrow, same time, same place. Thank you very much. Everything that you missed is on Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rems. From me, Rems Mabote, good night and God bless.